Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, Desi. Hi. Hey. We have some stories to get to today. Our top story. Ooh. Our top story is out of the Washington Post. The headline reads, she invited four people over for lunch. A week later, three were dead. Mm, I'm now, invested. Both of us independently saw this headline <laughs> and we were immediately like we were in. Because yeah. this is a gripping headline. Absolutely. Australia is gripped by the mysterious deaths of three people in a suspected poisoning case that reads like a fictional thriller. Two couples were invited to lunch at a palatial country home in the state of Victoria one Saturday night in late July. They included a local pastor and his wife. All four were known to locals as pillars of the tight-knit rural community. That night, they all became seriously ill with what appeared to be food poisoning. A week later, three of the four were dead. One man remains in a hospital in critical condition, awaiting a liver transplant. The host of the gathering, a woman in her 40s and her two children, were unharmed. (gasps) Police suspect the victims ate death cap, or Amanita Falote. Phalloides, <laughs> mushrooms, one of the deadliest known mushrooms to humans. Oh. But whether the poisonings were intentional or if the fungus is even the culprit is shrouded in mystery. The guest symptoms were consistent with mushroom poisoning, medical experts and investigators say. So that is everyone's like big, like main theory right now is that this is a death cap mushroom poisoning. Okay. Homicide detectives have searched the home of Erin Patterson. That's the 48-year-old woman who hosted the gathering in Leongatha, about 70 miles southeast of Melbourne. She was taken in for questioning Saturday and released without charge later that evening. During the search, investigators seized several items that they say are of interest to the case. A food dehydrator found at a local landfill is apparently also being tested to see if there's a link. So investigators find this food dehydrator at the dump, not at the house. And they're like, I guess it was the dump local too. They tracked her garbage. Right. So they're like, why is this thrown away? Yeah. Was she dehydrating mushrooms? Yeah. And throwing it away is suspicious. Right. right. So they, uh, as of uh, the time this article was posted on the 9th of August, they were going to test this food dehydrator. The article continues saying that Erin Patterson is a suspect because she was the one who fed everyone at her house. Right. So that she cooked the food. She cooked all the food. 
she's the only one that didn't end up sick. Mm. So they immediately suspected her. Washington Post also goes into a little bit about what these mushrooms that they suspect poisoned everyone are. They're referred to as death caps, which taste delicious, according to people who have mistakenly eaten them and survived. They look similar to other non-poisonous mushroom species. That makes them easily mistakable to people who forage for them in the wild. Just half a cap can cause liver damage. Ooh. That's scary. Yeah. Because I I know people who forage for mushrooms. Me too. But why would she want to kill them? Well, we don't know. We haven't gotten into that. Yeah. Yet. We do have an updated article, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, of course, Erin Patterson, she denies this. And she says that she the meal she made for these people, they're the best people I've ever met. She was devastated. I just can't fathom what has happened. The article continues that she declined to say what was on the ill-fated lunch menu, although I did learn it was beef wellington. Okay. So she fed them beef wellington that apparently had mushrooms. It has mushrooms with it. It has mushrooms with it? Yeah. What I thought, is beef wellington the thing that's rolled up in the pastry? Yes. I think it can have mushrooms inside or with a mushroom gravy on the side. I think it must have been on the side because she talked about in this Daily Beast article how she scraped the mushrooms off for her kids and that's why they didn't get sick. Oh. That's what she said. Um, They cite some other examples of people getting really sick from death caps. Initially, it results in gastrointestinal problems, vomiting, and diarrhea. And then in severe cases, the toxins can cause kidney and liver damage. But she didn't eat the mushrooms? I guess not. In a potential twist in the Australian case that was seized on by the local media, the lunch party's host's estranged husband, Simon Patterson, nearly died last year from what he described as a, quote, serious gut problems. Hmm. So this woman's husband almost died from some kind of stomach issue. So it's, it's, she's either like some dimwit who's out there foraging mushrooms and doesn't know what she's doing, but then is too scared to admit to what she's done or she's trying to kill these people. Yeah. I mean, that's not good. If you're this lady's lawyer, like, oh, that doesn't look good. Now the husband or her, her ex-husband, he did survive and police confirmed that the couple have separated, but described their relationship as amicable. So we got an update today from the daily beast about this case Mom who cooked allegedly deadly mushroom lunch admits that she lied to cops. (laughs) The woman in Australia who cooked a meal using mushrooms suspected to have caused the deaths of three of her relatives gave a written statement to police on Friday insisting that the fatalities were a tragic accident. Erin Patterson, who has not been charged in connection with the case, which has gripped Australia, said she was too hospitalized after eating... She, too, was hospitalized after eating the beef wellington. So she, oh. this is what she lied to the police about, that she also had to go to the hospital. So she was like, oh, I'm, I was fine. It's such a weird lie. Because it would look better for you that you also got sick, right? Yeah, that part's very odd to me. That that's what she... I mean, I don't know what was going through her head. She might not have wanted to even admit the mushrooms 
were there. Possibly. She has not been charged with anything. She said she was also in the hospital. Authorities say Patterson's 70-year-old parents-in-law, Don and Gail Patterson, as well as Gail's 66-year-old sister, Heather Wilkinson, displayed symptoms associated with the ingestion of death cat mushrooms before they died following the lunch at Patterson's home on the 29th of July. And Heather Wilkinson's husband, Ian Wilkinson, is in critical condition. Still, he's at the hospital awaiting a liver transplant. Oh, God. That's terrible. Police said last week that Patterson is being treated as a suspect in their investigation into the deaths, but the detectives are keeping an open mind. The mushrooms have not yet been definitively ruled as causing the fatalities. Hmm. Aaron says, quote, I am now wanting to clear up the record because I have become extremely stressed and overwhelmed by the deaths of my loved ones. She added that she is, quote, devastated to think that these mushrooms may have contributed to the illness, illnesses suffered by my loved ones. So there was mushrooms in the lunch she made. Why the- isn't she telling us where she got the mushrooms? She does. Oh, she does? She okay. Does. <laughs> she says, oh, where does she say this? I did read this whole article. Um, she contradicted initial police reports that her children were present in the house at the time of the meal, but they did not eat the food. Instead, she says the kids had gone to a movie before lunch, and then when they came home, they ate the leftovers. Patterson said the children don't like mushrooms, so she scraped them off the meal before serving the food. Right. Patterson said she required hospital treatment for stomach pains and diarrhea after eating the ill-fated dish, and was given a liver protective drug. She also preserved what's left of the Wellington when her other guests fell seriously ill. So they're testing this beef Wellington right now. Patterson claims that the mushrooms involved in the dish were a mixture of button mushrooms bought at a well-known supermarket chain and dried mushrooms, which she'd bought months before the meal at an Asian grocery store in Melbourne. Is it Melbourne? I'm not going there. I'm not going there either. But she got these. She got these at a uh, these dried mushrooms. Although she was unable to identify the specific store in the latter case, health officials sent her images of packs of mushrooms marked by handwritten labels, which resembled the packs she had described to them. So they're trying. To, she's unable to give a definitive answer. How do you not know what store you went to? I'm sorry. Yeah, I like, would know. Even like the vicinity. If you went to like, if you. Go to get certain Asian ingredients. I've gone to those grocery stores. I know which ones I go to. Right, me too. It's just weird. Oh, not I, think, even... I think she's just always lying and she doesn't know how to stop. Wow, Desi thinks she's guilty. I don't think she's... I think she's guilty. I think she knows what happened and knows where she got the mushrooms, but she's not ready to admit that she's responsible. I don't think she was trying to kill them. Right. I think she's responsible for the deaths, <laughs> but she's like still trying to... like. Do little white lies, I think. Yeah. She can't accept the fact that she's done this. I mean, it is fucking awful. It's of like, course it's, it's fucking awful. But I feel like at some point you just got to be like, here's what happened. Here's where I got them. Because you don't want other people to get sick, right? Right. Uh, she's just not, she needs to come clean. Or maybe. I don't think she knew. Yeah, I don't think she knew. But it's, it's, it, it appears that this was a tragic accident that she, we don't know the whole story on. Wait, that is she, there an image of her? Yeah, and she looks really sad in the image. <laughs> I know, it's really awful. I think it is really awful, but at the same time, it's just like, clear your name. Oh, yeah, she's real, she's real pitiful. 
She's got a real sad face. I mean, yeah. She just needs, she needs to come clean. She needs to come clean. This is a terrible situation. She's going to be in therapy, hopefully, for a while after this. Like, I don't think if she knew these mushrooms would, were poisonous, she would scrape them off and give them to her kids. Right. Like, she wouldn't let them eat it at all. Right? Yeah, if I mean, she was just trying to poison the adults, she would have been like, no, no, we're ordering a pizza. Um, yeah, I... I'm not this way, but I feel like this is a common thing where people can't admit it and they think they can just not say something and then it makes them look more suspicious. And then they keep trying to give a little information here and there. It's just like, just spill it. Yeah. Don't let it leak out like this slowly in little bits. Like, Right. It, it come, makes you come off worse. By yeah. the way, I do not have a dog. That is my neighbor's dog, Hercules. He's a St. Bernard. Um. My friend forages, and actually when I was in Bolinas, she found um, porcinis because <gasps> it was very wet uh, this year, especially in Northern California. Yeah. And she got the most massive porcini I've ever seen. It probably was worth like hundreds of dollars because those are expensive. I've never even had a fresh porcini. No, I've only had dried. I've only had dried, and they were so delicious. But I was scared. I was like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, I'm a little untrustworthy. Yeah, I would love to be one of those people who forages for mushrooms, but I would also be very afraid because you have to know exactly what you're doing. I'm not going to lie. I did let people eat them first <laughs> before, I, before I tried. You had I, a, I Googled it too. Yeah. Because I had never seen a fresh porcini, like I said. So I was like, I don't even know what it's supposed to look like, but it did look exactly. And there are things you can check, like obviously... There's a skill to it. Yes, there's a um, skill. But yeah, it was really good. And you have to find them too. It's kind of cool. I, I would like to try it because you have to, I can't remember what it's called, but you have to like, you'll see something. Like she saw something and she's like, could it be? And she lifted it up and the mushroom was there. You know what one of my dreams is? When we go to Italy, I want to go on a truffle hunt. Ooh, yeah. I'm dying to go hunting for truffles with you That Italy. would be really fun. That's like one of my... friends with a little pig. Ugh. I That's love like, it. That's like, right? It's like a pig. It's a pig. Oh, they're so cute. I think they Snippin. have dogs sometimes come. I want the pig. I want the pig. <laughs> no yeah, offense. I want the pig too. I want the pig too. I want too. the classic. <laughs> but I will make friends with... Regardless, if it's a dog or a pig, I'll make friends with it. But especially a pig. But especially if it's a little <laughs> piggy hunting for truffles. Yeah. That's a crazy story, though. Yeah. Her I, face, that's exactly what I thought she would look like, too. I don't know why. Desi. <laughs> she looks devastated. The more I think about this story, the more sad I am for this woman. Because this is like, I mean, we cook for our loved ones all the time. This is a worst case scenario. And, you know, I've made beef wellington before. That's a very difficult dish. So she was truly going all out for these people. Yeah. Like that is a showstopper dish. It is. She spent a lot of that. That's not cheap. That tenderloin, the beef tenderloin no. you use for that. No. So she spent money on it. And she was feeding four people. She and, got some Not fresh including herself. Button mushrooms. She had some nice dried mushrooms, she thought. <sighs> uh, I just think she needed to come clean from the get-go because and, it might have helped save those people's lives. Right. Because they could have gotten the anti um, liver damage drug too, maybe. Maybe. Um, but I mean, maybe it was too late. It might have been. It might have been too late. But yeah. yeah, she immediately would have been like, this is everything I put in the food. Yeah. This is the entire, these are all the ingredients. I mean, who knows how you'd act in that situation? Yeah. I'd like to think that I would just immediately be like, here's what happened. Here's the food. Everything is packaged. Take what you need. Like, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, but you can see how people 
get scared. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. Of course. Anyway, we'll keep you posted on that story because I would like to know. I'd like to know what what happened. I want to know those test results. Desi. Desi made the news, everybody. Oh. Desi is in the news. This is from Cron 4, but the story's out of Boston. Mm. So Desi. <laughs> the headline reads, woman... <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait, I'm like, woman takes a shit in Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> kind of. Woman says she broke her ankle when she slipped on a piece of prosciutto. <laughs> now, why is this a new story? <laughs> Can you imagine this? Such a horrible thing happens to you and it's a slow news week. And they're like, let's just run with it. <laughs> We've got nothing else. <laughs> well, she's suing. Oh, okay. okay. She's suing. I just thought, Desi, this is exactly how you would break an ankle, is by slipping on a piece of meat. Not a banana peel. No, piece of prosciutto. <laughs> I was trying to pick it up to do that five-second rule. I was like, it's still good. Whoa! It's like how my mom broke her ankle carrying a box a of pizza and yeah. falling off a curb. And you guys were like, the pizza. Yeah, that's... <laughs> My brother and I watched the whole thing happen from the backseat of the car. We, we see my mom eat shit falling off the curb and we just see the pizza box go flying in the air and we go mom the pizza <laughs> she's literally in the gutter like uh, screaming in pain and then a good samaritan helped her and it made the local paper really it did okay that's that's really fun do the, we have that story that clipping I don't know. I should ask my mom if she has that clipping. That's so funny. Because it made the local... I, I wonder okay. if it's... It would be... <laughs> like the, the IJ. It made the IJ. It made the Marin IJ. But it would be really funny if it was like her two ungrateful children really just cared about the pizza. I would love to see your mom getting helped by the Good Samaritan, but in the background, I see you and your brother's little whiny brat face. <laughs> It's going, oh, the pizza. But it's really small, so we have to magnify yeah. it. <laughs> that would be frameable. It would be. It would be great. Um, I'm sure upon hearing this, in about two days, we're going to get a text in the group chat from my mom. She's going to be on the elliptical. She's going to be on the elliptical. <laughs> She'll be like, here's what went down. Here's what went down. Okay, back to the prosciutto. A woman who fractured her left ankle during a trip with her husband to the Italian Food Emporium, Ooh. Italy, in Boston last year, is blaming her injury on a piece of ham. <laughs> I just think referring to prosciutto as a piece of ham is very funny. Yeah. Alice Cohen was heading to an area where food samples are distributed to customers. <laughs> I would not give all these details. No. <laughs> I'd be like, I was just walking in the store and I slept. I wouldn't be like, well, where's the sample section? <laughs> <laughs> on October 7th when she slipped on a piece of prosciutto and fell according to the lawsuit I'm sorry I feel bad for this woman but it is because <laughs> I can't help but picture the slip <laughs> it's so like you could just picture that slip right I can feel it under my shoe I picture like you slip a little but it's really your own imbalance that makes you fall yeah it's not enough to put you on your ass it's kind of a slow motion slip it's a slow motion slip she lost her balance because the because the fat sort of melts under the friction of your heel, yeah. going onto yeah. it. So you're just kind of sliding. It's like for one a of bit. those ones you're like, Whoa, and you could kind of throw your back out a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, she filed a lawsuit. Alice Cohen sustained bodily injuries, a loss of enjoyment of life, pain and oh. suffering, and incurred necessary medical expenses for medical care and attention, the lawsuit says. Her medical expenses, including a hospital visit and physical therapy, have resulted in more than $7,500 in bills, according to court papers. Cohen and her husband, Ronald, of Guilford, New Hampshire, are seeking a jury trial of at least $50,000 in damages. Oh, I, l- <laughs> I'd just take the L. You know what? <laughs> Get the medical bills, maybe. I'm skeptical of every seemingly frivolous lawsuit that happens now, knowing what we know about the McMellon, knowing what we know about the McDonald's coffee case. Right. How that was completely blown out of proportion to make that mocked to was mocked it was yeah that's what i meant it was completely like made to make that woman look crazy it became a joke yeah but there are many frivolous lawsuits as well but what if we find out later that there was a uh like the ceo of italy was tossing prosciutto (laughs) at people like he was like purposefully putting prosciutto we don't know we don't don't know. know we don't have all the facts the lawsuit claims Italy was negligent for not properly cleaning the floor. The lawsuit also claims loss of consortium. The restaurant, quote, had a duty to ensure that the surface of the floors were free from unnecessary dangers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, like prosciutto and other sliced meats. <laughs> but why was the prosciutto there? I mean, it's an accident, right? Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like it, here's our floor prosciutto exhibit, right? Because some it was probably some freaking customer who got the free sample <laughs> and just threw it on the ground. <laughs> I'm just blaming the customers. Uh, had a duty to ensure the surface of the floors are free from unnecessary dangers, a duty to use ordinary care to maintain the premises in a reasonably safe condition, and a duty to warn of such dangerous conditions. The lawsuit says. <laughs> I'm picturing those. Mopping signs, but it's for a prosciutto slice. Yeah. Like someone wouldn't just pick it up if they saw it. Caution, sliced ham. You picture the little black drawn, the black drawn in the yellow. (laughs) Italy is a, I like when they, the news, these local news stories go on to explain what Italy is. Do we have that here? I think so. Okay. I've never been. I always thought Italy was like a food festival. I've heard. Am I dreaming? No, I've heard that term, but I have no idea what the hell it is. I thought it was a restaurant. I and I also kind of thought like, oh, is that a Mario Batali show? <laughs> could be any. I mean, look, that's a, a that's a great pun for many <laughs> Italian things. Wait, Italy, Los Angeles restaurants and private dining, but it's also a grocery store. Or is this just a different thing? There's an Italy at the Century City Mall. Oh, no wonder we, I've never been. Yeah. <laughs> That's on the west side. We should go, though. But is it a restaurant? Or is it like a restaurant that also has a little grocery store? Wait, there's... Okay, hold on. Restaurants, market, classes, and store events. Oh, okay. Private dining and events, counters and cafes, and catering. Oh, wow. Summer at Italy, Los Angeles. Beat the heat of summer in the city and immerse yourself in the oasis of Italy where authentic Italian fun and flavors are on the menu all season long. What I want to know, is this place respected by Italians? <laughs> or is this like a spaghetti factory? No, no, no. This is respected. It's like, okay. gour- it's like gourmet Italian shit. Oh, okay. No, this is like the real deal. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Lo- Italians of Los Angeles yeah, in America. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're screaming. Ely, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's no good. <laughs> what is Ely? <laughs> sorry. Ely, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> More like Sheetily. <laughs> Sheetily. <laughs> I'm like obsessed. Oh, I like how I searched Italy and that's the first news story, story that pops up. <laughs> Prosciutto problem. <laughs> what is wrong with us as a people that every news outlet has a story on this prosciutto slip? It's like every outlet. I'm, I'm like scrolling through them. Right. There's like real news stories and they're catering to idiots like on. us. After allegedly slipping on a piece of prosciutto. It's like, ugh. We are Sick. broken. Like we're we can do this story, but why is like all these big news stories doing <laughs> news sources doing this story? Come on. Um This is from the Miami New Times. <laughs> Sorry, this story is awful for this woman, but really out of control. Oh boy. <laughs> Boca woman. <laughs> Boca, I'm not even laughing at this. I'm laughing at sheetily. <laughs> <laughs> so don't get mad. Boca woman has a nervous breakdown after French bakery labels her cake thief. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, this could also be me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Oh, my um, God. Pictures of her were plastered. <laughs> All over the cash register at the <gasps> Boca Raton Bakery, declaring cake thief. Margarita Scapian could not escape the rumors. As she made her way around South Florida, she heard rumblings that she had perp- perpetrated an egregious crime. Her 12-year-old daughter was taunted by other children <gasps> in a gymnastics club, Whoa. she says, while world tra- word traveled fast that she was responsible for an act of thievery. In a lawsuit filed in Palm Beach County, Scappin claims that she could not pin down who was spreading the rumors until she stepped foot back in Paris Morning Bakery in Boca Raton. Posters of her, as if she was a wanted fugitive, were plastered all around the cash register, declaring, Cake thief! Oh my God, this is so extra. The accusations, which stemmed from a past tiff between her and the establishment over a <laughs> mocha-flavored confectionery, <laughs> brought upon de- debilitating stress and anxiety that led her to be hospitalized for shortness of breath and elevated heart rate. So she had a panic attack. So she went in the bakery and saw these posters and had a panic attack? I mean, everyone around town was like, your mom's a cake thief. Like people this is crazy. Were, people were making fun of her daughter at gymnastics class because her mom's a cake thief. I am kind of disappointed because I was hoping this was like an 85-year-old retired person in Boca. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like some old school retired person fight. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Scappin is demanding damages from Paris Morning for counts of defamation and an Affliction of emotional distress, claiming the posters damaged her reputation and caused her family's jewelry business to suffer loss in revenue. Oh. The defendant, through its employees, allowed the publication of false defamatory written statements about the plaintiff, framing her as a thief, to be knowingly and purposefully published by the defendant's employee in its shop window, the lawsuit states. The feud... (laughs) 
The feud between this woman and the bakery, which has a handful of South Florida locations, began January 2023. Skyapin, she says that she was at the Boca Raton location when she purchased a delectable mocha cake for $29, but then realized the employee had given her the wrong product. She says the employee, quote, could not simply switch the cakes and instead suggested issuing a refund and charging her again for the desired morsel. Not wanting to ch- cause more trouble or run the risk of being charged twice, Scappin claims she decided to keep the original cake and told the employee not to worry about, the, about proceeding with more transactions or refunds. Now, this honestly seems like something I can imagine doing. It's like, no, don't. Don't if it, if the cake was fine if it wasn't something like an egregious flavor I didn't like I just feel like it's fine just I'll take especially it. if it wasn't for me like if it was for I'm bringing it to brunch or something <laughs> <laughs> it's fine don't don't like uncharge me and then recharge me yeah that's annoying after the rumors spread around the community and Scappin returned to the bakery, she discovered the staff had hung the photos labeling her a cake thief next to its register, along with a receipt stating her full name, some of her credit card information, and a public notice about the kerfluffle, according to the complaint. This Karen thief stole a cake from us at 5 p.m. on January 22, 2023, one poster stated. When an employee tried to explain that our refunds don't show up in the statements immediately, she got angry, refused to believe the employee, took the cake, and left while her cake was already refunded. She was very impatient when the employee was trying to figure out how to do a refund receipt. Instead of waiting, she ran off with the cake. So this is like a, he said, cake said. Yeah. She said. I think it's very (laughs) funny. They went after her in this way that they put up pictures labeling her. Like, honestly, I, I'd have to laugh. Honestly. If someone did this to me, <laughs> I like, mean, I'd be like, here's your money if there was a mistake. But I kind of, I kind of believe that she was a bitch. <laughs> I kind of buy it. But it is so extra. A 20, th- this is a the place that has multiple locations. They can't just, $29. Okay, they're, but that's how you know she probably was really annoying because oh that's why they're doing this to her. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? You don't do that to someone who wasn't being extra annoying as a former service worker. I just know the people you go after in this way. <laughs> An employee of the bakery tells New Times that images taken from Scappin's social media. Like, and then <laughs> this is the psychotic part is they went onto this lady's Facebook. They found her Facebook page. Yeah, they don't like her. And like printed out pictures. <laughs> they needed one for the poster. <laughs> they, did, they didn't even like use video like store surveillance. Hey, but those are pictures she approved and posted. So they're probably pretty good. <laughs> uh, they were taken from her social media and used to produce the posters. Materials featuring Scappin were distributed across Paris Morning's locations. Oh my God. They put them across all three of their locations. I like how it's not just for the um, benefit of the employees. Like, keep your eye out for this woman. She's a cake thief. Yeah. Like, they pl- also the customers were able to see it. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, It's like a thing across our stores. They actually printed a bunch of different themes of her and then gave, gave it 
to our stores in case she comes back. We have memorabilia of it in our kitchen, the employee says. A second employee, a manager of the bakery, maintains that the fracas could have been avoided if the customer had been more patient during a busy time at the store. So there's multiple employees, like, refuting right. her claims. I, it's a little suspicious because her version of the story, she, story, she's a perfect angel who's like, it's fine. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. She didn't see the refund on her credit card and said she was just going to take the cake. The manager tells New Times, if she would have waited for two minutes for the employee to text me to figure out how to print a refund receipt, she would have gotten it. But she was rushing the employee and not being patient, not being very understanding. I mean, their policy seems stupid, too, because why is it so difficult to just switch the cake out? Yeah. Because they're probably all the same price, right? Right. Yeah. Just take that. Yeah. Or Uh, take the loss if it's a dollar more or whatever. Right. This woman claims in the lawsuit that in the aftermath of the incident, when she reached out to the bakery, a staffer laughed at her request to remove the posters. (laughs) She said that after confirming the store did process her refund, she gave her credit card to a friend who visited the bakery to pay for the cake she had taken with her. This is crazy. It's very crazy story. Do you want to see the pictures? Uh, absolutely. Of the posters of this woman in the bakery? <laughs> Cake thief is so funny. <laughs> One of them, actually, they made it out to look like a wanted poster, like an Old West. They're having fun with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, they put it up right by the credit card machine? Yeah. Cake thief. Look at her with that little tray. She's literally holding a little tray of food. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. See, this is demented because this would be my thought process is I'd be like, I want to find one that goes with the whole motif yes. of food, of cakes. But there's also her smiling. Right. It's just very funny. Anyway. And our final story comes from Food and Wine. Ooh. Missing the McDonald's snack wrap? Mm-hmm. Try Burger King. <gasps> it's not the snack wrap, but it kind of is. Ooh. Seeing your favorite fast food item leave the menu is never easy. Sometimes there's enough of an outcry or a savvy, enough long game marketing plan to bring such items back. But sometimes, despite a core fandom, chains don't give customers what they're asking for, even if they're clamoring for it. But that doesn't mean another chain can't come along and try and fill the void. That's exactly what Burger King has done for fans of McDonald's snack wrap with a trio of new menu items. Debuting August 14th. That's yesterday. Oh. For a limited time, Burger King is introducing the BK Royal Crispy Chicken Wrap lineup. Damn. Each wrap features crispy white meat chicken, juicy tomato, crisp lettuce, and one of... Three flavors in a soft tortilla. Now, this is pretty much the McDonald's snap wrap, except without the cheese. Because remember, you get the little sprinkling of shredded cheese. And you know, it's such a beautiful (laughs) word combination. (laughs) It's soft tortilla. (laughs) That always sounds really good to me. If you say soft tortilla, I'm Mm. like, "Mm, I want that. Because it makes you think that it was just pressed. And it's warm. And you know it's 
You know how exactly how that tastes when it's soft. Mm. So good. We love a soft This tortilla. is actually brilliant. Burger King's whole thing should be like, you know that thing McDonald's used to sell that you like? We sell it now. Yeah. We got chicken selects. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, wouldn't that be so smart? That would be so smart. They should rebrand their whole deal to do that because Burger King has always been second fiddle to McDonald's. But they could they could be really petty and brilliant and if they just did that. Or all fast food things that get discontinued. Was that Everything. Burger King? That would be so great. Yeah, not even just McDonald's. Taco Bell. Yeah, they put the Inchirito on their, on their <laughs> the, menu. The, the Bell Beaver. The Bell Beaver. <laughs> they bring back the Bell Beaver. Um, no, I think they should do that. It's kind of weird because I feel like I'd love to read something on this. I feel like Burger King had a bit of a heyday in like the 90s. Yes. And then it went nowhere. Because I do remember liking their French toast sticks. You had the French toast sticks? I never oh, had yeah. those. Oh, they're good. They're like deep fried French toast finger type things. Yeah. And then you get a little syrup on the side and dip it like fries. They're really, they were really good. But that was uh, a long time ago. Do you remember chicken fries? Yeah. That, that was more recent, right? <laughs> yeah. That was like 15 years ago. Yeah. I never had them. I had them. I just I, feel like Burger King's always, they're sad. Burger King is very sad, but there was a Burger King that I used to frequent um, before I got sober. I'm not even like opposed to Burger King, but because it's always so empty, you just kind of don't <laughs> trust the vibe. Because <laughs> you're like, is this food fresh? I really, <laughs> How much are they selling? I really do feel like it, like it. they had a big nosedive after the 90s. It, I, I don't know. Because the commercials at BK have it your way. Right? Well, that's like more 2000. Is that more 2000? That's 2000. That's recent, actually. They have good jingles. But they also... So they're still putting ads out. They still still have ads. Maybe we're just coming from a California perspective. Maybe they're hotter in other areas. But you remember in like the 90s, they had the Burger King Kids Club, and they were very much like, we're... McDonald's isn't just the only place that kids want to go. We have the BK Kids Club. I just remember Burger King, although never as big as McDonald's, it wasn't like sad. No. Like you would go there, it was fine. Like, well, you could also get a paper crown. Do you remember I love the that? crown? Of course. Well, I have a story about that. Stop it. I got like 30 of those one time <laughs> and brought them to school. And when the teacher turned around, everyone put them on and he turned around and we all had Burger King crowns on. You arranged that? Yes. Wow. I was cool. <laughs> I loved those Burger King crowns. Yeah. You know me, I love a crown, mm. piece of costume jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I liked it. I liked it because it was an accessory. Absolutely. And McDonald's didn't have accessories. Remember putting it through that little slit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do it just right. Their fries, mm, not as good as McDonald's. McDonald's has the best fries. Um, but I did like. Burger King because they had onion rings and I love onion rings. Um, yeah. And I'm a fan of that style where it's like the bread crummy oh. style. No, I like the like battery kind. I like the I like them both. But there's bad of both and good there of both. There is bad of you're right. Yeah. You're right. I like the like uh real tempura y. I love those, but I've had really bad versions of those too. Yeah. For sure. You're right. It, you know it just who has depends. fat burgers are good. Yeah. They have good onion rings that are like the temporary kind. But I also like, you're right, the bread comes, 
crumbs, <laughs> breadcrumbs, the breadcrumbsies. The breadcrumbs are good because uh, A and W had the bread. There's some ones. good breadcrumb versions, but it, they can also be gross. Does A and W like the burger place still exist? Can you still go to a fucking A and W? I don't see that often. A and W restaurant. You gotta be driving in like um like to Vegas probably to find No, one. I was gonna say the the place I know is there's like this one gas stop on my way drive to Phoenix. Okay, these are the towns where they're located in California. Antelope, Baker, Brentwood, not Los Angeles, <laughs> Capitola, Citrus Heights, Ceres, Clovis, Concord, Dublin. I'm not gonna oh, read so that's all like of these. Northern Cal- these Two. are some Northern California. Dublin. Oh my God. The one in San Rafael is still open. I don't believe that. Oh. I don't believe that. Mm. These are all Northern California locations. Oakland, Petaluma. Damn. Rohnert Park. These are all Northern California. Wait, what does A&W have? I've never been to one. Our food. I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, the, Okay. They have um, really good root beer floats there, and the root beer float they give you is in a giant mug, and yeah. it has soft-serve vanilla ice cream. <sighs> it's so, so good. good. They have burgers and fries, onion rings, chicken strips, mm. chili dogs. Yum. Um, sweet treats. I used to love the a we went to when I was a kid because they had a Pac-Man there. Ooh, I want that float. That sounds great right now. The float's really good. You can get a float at Fluffy's. You can with yeah. root beer. Yes, Ooh. they have root beer float at Fluffy's. Mm. I, those are that's something I want like every three years. Yeah, a float. I when I think about <laughs> it, I'm like, ooh. You can get a Coke float there too. Hmm. I mean, I like root beer. I like both. I don't think I've ever had a Coke float. It's good. I'm sure I would like it. It's really good. But if I'm gonna have my one float, it's probably have to be root beer. Yeah. Just because it's the classic. It's the classic. But anyway. if I can have a little sip of each. <laughs> it's a friend of the store. I can get minis of each so I can try both. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. 
Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Let's let's try it this time, Desi. Uh-oh. What podcasts are we listening to? Well, this is not a new podcast for me, but I haven't given it a shout out in a while and I've started listening to it again. So I'll talk about the episode I was listening to. This podcast is called Swindled. Uh, it's really good. Every episode is a different um, scammer, crime. It has... Uh, corporations that fucked people over. It's like white collar crimes. Yes. But they have, every episode is really interesting and good. And the one I was listening to today was on Balloon Boy. Mm. Do you remember Balloon Boy? I had so many memories. I have so many memories. Like people are always like, where were you on 9-11? I know exactly. (laughs) I have memories of me, like where I was when I heard that story. That story captivated me. I loved that story. It was so crazy. And I saw I saw a lot of the live things happen, like when the kid threw up on the Today Show because he was so <laughs> yeah, nervous. Yeah. And when the kid was on Larry King with Wolf Blitzer <laughs> yeah. and basically gave the whole thing away. <laughs> so it was that. like watching all of those were like, I mean, I want to say I was excited because I do feel bad for those kids, but it was something thrilling like, oh my God, <laughs> like he just said every like he just basically like told us it was a scam because he's of course six years old, right? Like. Did that happen in 2010? I think so. Because that, if I am remembering correctly, that's when I uh, got a Twitter account, and that was one of the first things on Twitter that everyone was tweeting oh, about. Oh man, I wish I was on Twitter. It, I mean, Twitter was like a waste, the barren wasteland then. But yeah. it was there were still like comedians, like because I, I followed a bunch of 
comics when I first joined Twitter. Right. I can imagine that that would have been a big thing so to I, talk about. Like one of the first people I ever followed on Twitter was like Pat Oswald. So like I just have memories of like people like him and other various comics tweeting about Balloon Boy. Because it was a crazy story. Yeah. Like, and you, you were captivated because you thought initially that this boy was in a fucking balloon all by himself flying in the air. Yeah. And I was like, how are we going to get this balloon down? And then to find out he wasn't in the balloon and then to find out the whole thing was a scam. Well, the interesting thing about this um, podcast is they have clips of this guy when he was on one of those shows, like a reality show. The dad? Yes. And he's such a fucking asshole yeah. in these clips. He's like a bad guy. Um, so it was really interesting. And then this show that uh, one thing they do I like is they have their main show and then their sort of teaser is a story that's related yes. somehow, but different. And this was a story about this guy, I think it was in the 70s, who wanted to, um, had his lifelong dream since he was a child to fly into the air using just helium balloons and a lawn chair. Oh Do you remember that guy? He was like, yeah. his, he was called something like Balloon Larry or something. <laughs> like, I can't remember what it was. But they, they told the whole story about that guy and how, you know, he like got caught in power lines. Oh my God. Trying to land. It was just very interesting because I hadn't heard the whole story about that guy. So I thought that was a really good episode. I, um, I like that show anyway. I like Swindled to... Some memorable episodes from uh, maybe the last year or two that I like was the one about the amusement park, the the Schlitterbahn. Oh, I didn't hear that one. Do you know that amusement park? It's in the Midwest, I think. No. Maybe it's in Kansas. I don't don't know. know It's some like German name. Okay. But they had like a a roller coaster death. Oh my God. Um, It was a very unsafe roller coaster. And then another episode I remember that I really enjoyed was about fruitcake. It was like a fruitcake company scam. They're always really interesting, even when I haven't heard about it. Yeah. I'm like, was, they're just really well done. The guy has a very dry sense of humor, but it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's just this anonymous, it's one of those anonymous host podcasts. Yeah, it's really good though. I think he's, I think he's from Texas though, so he should come to our show. I'd yes. like to meet him. I love his show. I think it's really good. I just haven't... You know how things drop off your radar for a while, and then I'm like, oh, I have a ton to listen to. Yes. Um, so I, I'm kind of going back to it, because I you know, I, I probably binged a ton, and then I was like, okay, I need a break, uh, and I'm going to go back into it now, because I love that podcast. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I have been listening... Yeah, because like you, I'll get into I'll get into like sort of a routine of like kind of binging a podcast for a while and then I take a break and binge a different podcast and then I go back to yeah. a podcast I love. And, and I never stop listening to one podcast because I'm like, oh, I'm sick of them. It's just I'll hear about some other podcast and then start binging that one. Yeah, it's just a mood thing um, too. Yeah. Like been, sometimes I'm recap mood. Sometimes I'm crime mood. Sometimes, you know? Yeah. yeah. I've been listening to Decoder Ring a lot oh. lately, which is good because it's like just very cultural kind yeah. of mysteries and phenomenons. Like I listened to an episode about Chuck E. Cheese Ooh. and Showbiz Pizza. Oh, man. So you went to Showbiz Pizza, right? I went to both. 
<laughs> okay. You couldn't stop me. I was trying to figure out, because I asked Brendan, I was like, you went to Showbiz Pizza, right? He's like, what's Showbiz Pizza? I don't know that it's a New York thing. I, th- I knew it from Florida, so okay. it must be... I don't know where they are, but that's where I knew it. Oh. So but it definitely was, was not New York. But it was like Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. It was the exact same thing. Those animatronic animal... Theirs was bears. Right. Um, they didn't have the whole... All the different characters, right? Like the, Chucky has the big part of the uh, episode is talking about the animatronics and how the animatronics, like who made them and the different characters and oh, stuff. Oh, that sounds good. I I've subscribed to that podcast, but I haven't listened in a it's while. It's a good. It's a good show. Yeah, I like it. I the the host is very pleasant, um, and it's very like well done. I think it's interesting. I've been listening to that. Um, I guess that's just like the show I'm listening to the most lately, other than all my recap shows that I regularly listen to because right. I have so much reality TV to catch up with right now that I'm like really overwhelmed uh, yeah. with that. There's like, there's so much happening right now, but yeah, anything, did you listen to any good music this week? Good music. <laughs> did you read any great books this week? No, no, I didn't. Did I tell you I was reading the um, biography of Jan Wenner? No. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm trying to see if that would be a good show. Oh. Because his life is kind of crazy. He's the um, founder of Rolling Stone magazine, but he's from the Bay Area. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. So I actually got his memoir, but I also got his, the unauthorized bio. Oh, yeah. You got to get that one. Because I, I was like, that's going to be the juicier one. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about his glorified version (laughs) (laughs) um cool well what'd you eat this week um nothing too interesting to be honest i'm still in the same rut everything's very i'm not cooking really and we did have some chinese food so that was good we had some kung pao chicken before we hit record tonight i was i was trying to get every peanut me too. I love those peanuts and Kung Pao. Mm. I would honestly possibly order just peanuts. Just Kung Pao peanuts. <laughs> Wait, in the sauce? Yeah. Just like would... eat it like cereal? All those peanuts? Yeah, they're, they're good. so good. They're very I, I feel like I want the ratio to be a little more peanuts. Yeah. That one had a lot of peanuts, actually. There was a lot of peanuts in yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. When I opened it up, I saw tons of peanuts on top, and I was like, ooh, yeah, babe. I'm happy. <laughs> I love those peanuts. Um, I didn't do any baking this week, unfortunately. I didn't have any sweet treats this week, unfortunately. But I did just remember that I have a bunch of popsicles in the freezer. Yum. So I think I'm going to do that when you leave, is I'm going to like eat a popsicle. What kind? Just some bullshit fruit popsicles. Mm. Like those little... Um, Good pops. Oh. You know those. They're good. Yeah. I want one. You can have one. Okay. We can have them after the show. Okay. Thanks. Because I, I was like, why are you going to do that when I leave? Don't we can, <laughs> we can share. Well, not share, but we can, we can sh- have one. We can have one together. Okay. Nice. They're really good. Um, no, like I haven't been out to any good restaurants. I haven't been out to any restaurants, period. I mean, I have been looking at restaurants in Austin. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so keep sending the recs. We like looking at them up. 
I just like looking at all the menus. I know. It looks so good. So yeah, keep sending us the recommendations. Go buy your tickets. Did I even make anything good this week? I made some chicken yesterday, two days ago. I don't know. Very uneventful. (laughs) I don't even think you bother talking about when you make chicken. I made some fucking chicken (laughs) Chicken. breasts. That's like a weekly occurrence. I I know. I had some skin-on, bone-in chicken breasts. (laughs) They were good. They were fine. Yeah. Your classic chicken. Your classic chicken. I mean, I did put some spices on it, but... Nice. Other than that... Yeah, sounds good. I did, it was fine. It wasn't that good. You're not uh, bragging. I did have some Honey Nut Cheerios for the first time in really? like 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like craving Honey Nut Cheerios. I do like that cereal a lot. I, it's not like one of my faves. Really? But I, I don't mind it. I'll eat it if I'm desperate. I was like eating bowls of it dry, and I was like, I feel like a toddler, because this is like what toddlers eat. They eat the plain Cheerios, They eat the plain ones, though. I don't like those. Yeah. Um, Wow. She's really... My cat, One, my youngest cat has just been like going at it in the litter box for like the past five minutes. Yeah. She won't... Can't stop, won't stop. (sighs) Anyway, we have a Patreon... On our Patreon, we talk about some other stuff, news stories. We have after shows. We have after shows. We have Discord access. <laughs> Why are we all of a sudden we're malfunctioning? I don't know because it's fucking hot. It's hot. I want in my here. popsicle. And I want my popsicle. I want it now. Anyway, um, we have we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Yeah. So go check that out. We'll post a link to our ticket sales, right, for Austin. Yeah, I'll post the the link. In the um, show notes. So check that out. Check out our social media, Instagram. Uh, And we have a merch store where you can buy merch. Well, I guess I got to post that link too. Well, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. Thanks. I got to post that link. I'll post it. It's fine. It's fine. You can just go to HollywoodCrimeScene.com too. That's literally the merch store is yeah. HollywoodCrimeScene.com. So um okay. But Thanks. I'll post I'll post a link anyway. Thank you. Bye. bye.